We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, welcome into another episode of the Goodman and Hummel podcast. I'm Jeff Goodman. He's Robbie Hummel. And I don't know where the hell you've been for the last two weeks. I mean, we didn't do one last week because it didn't fit into Robbie Hummel's schedule. I don't know what that means. Well, some of us work. That's the first thing. You just chill and watch games. Second, the NCAA attorney gods were not kind to me. I had, I was in Fort Worth. Okay. I had zero of the teams that I had for the first weekend I had seen in person. So zero. my workload was high. Who'd you <laughs> have? Who'd you have in Fort Worth? Uh, Kansas, who I'd seen yeah. on TV. But I, I mean, like, actually preparing to do the game for them. Okay. So Kansas, yeah. Um, Texas Southern, had not yeah. seen them. San Diego they, State and Creighton. Yep, San Diego State, Creighton. Marquette, North Carolina. And then Baylor, and then a play-in, which the play-in, as someone who's doing the games, is hard because you have even less time because they could lose. Yeah. yeah. And because I had so much other work, I, I wasn't going to prepare for an extra team, so I had to wait until until but you they... got the Carolina. You got the Carolina Baylor game. Yes. I mean, the best game of the tournament to me. Yeah, it was incredible. Now I the refs let them play in a manner that you don't usually let yeah. them see, but. At the same time, North Carolina was abysmal against the press. And when Brady Manick got ejected, I'm telling you, it, it was Kevin Cooler and I, and you could feel it coming. You really? could feel he gets ejected. They make two free throws. They get the ball back. They drill a three. It was a five-point possession. They go on a 10-0 run in legitimately 58 seconds. I mean, you don't see that happen hardly at all. NBA, and then it came college, down to like – it came down to like the mental toughness almost like you you trusted Baylor, they got some momentum. You didn't, you haven't trusted Carolina all year. And yeah. then I don't know about you, but when it got to overtime, I was like, this shit's over. Baylor's I was shocked. Be- I said game, I was thinking game's over. There's no way Carolina, because at the same time, Caleb Love fouls out with seven minutes to go. Carolina plays six guys, really. Yep. Um, and it all the momentum was with Baylor. Now, Baylor's also equally as banged up. Matt Meyer fouls out. So there was some things going Flagler, against them. Flagler's and got honestly, a concussion, probably. Yeah, Flagler just got absolutely Drilled. obliterated, hit his yeah. head on the floor. Yeah. I, I just, at one point in the game, I'm looking at the Carolina guys on the court, and I'm looking at Justin McCoy and I think Dontrez Styles, and yes. they're, at, I mean, the looks on these guys' faces of, if the ball comes to me, I've got to bring the ball up against this. Was inc- I mean, Justin McCoy on one possession caught the ball, 10 second counts going down. You could see it in his face. He's like, I've got to get the ball across half court. So he just puts his head down and dribbles 94 feet. Matt Meyer has been standing in the lane for like eight seconds and just gets plowed right through the chest. I mean, he wanted no part of the ball. You could see he was like, I cannot fathom that I'm in the game facing this right now when it looked like I'd probably have to play the last four minutes of this game up 25 points. It, it, it was it was crazy. a crazy game. It was crazy. So are, are you a believer, before we get to some of these Sweet 16 matchups, are you now a believer of Carolina 
Or are you like, hey, they 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 built up such a lead and you know it, it was a little fraudulent against a Baylor team that is so uh short uh right yeah, now in terms their, of their odds. game plan was was really good. They they were gonna make Baylor prove it from three, and without LJ Cryer, they can't. Yeah. They, they just they don't have the shooting. They're playing off James Akinjo four or five feet. You know, you look at their help defense. They were at the boxes and the elbows just waiting to stop the ball. UCLA will be a different uh, uh, different deal. Jaquez's injury is interesting to me. I I think Carolina can give them a good game, but I'm not not as sold. I I think a lot of that was Baylor was so banged up. I really do. Me too. I mean, again, Flagler, Akinjo hasn't been the same. Let me ask you this. Third team All-American was surprising to me. Just because I I get that Baylor won the league and they had a, right. a really good year again, but his percentages are so terrible. low. Terrible. Especially the last the 15 games of the year. He yeah. did not yeah, shoot the ball well. Shot. Couldn't make yeah, a shot. I, I, and, and look, you lead the Big 12 in assists. You're on a team that wins wins the league. I get it. But you compare his numbers to Ochai Abaji's or some of the other first team guys. I, I was... And I know he's he's third team, so yeah, it's it's a little bit of a drop off. But I, I was surprised that he was a third team All American. Are you worried about the Peacocks against your alma mater? <laughs> Am I worried about them? Yeah, uh, I mean, like th- I this think this is a year for Purdue. I mean, look at the road now, Rob. No, you asked look if I was road. worried about the Peacocks. Am I worried about Purdue? Or am I worried about St. Mary's? You know, you're worried about St. Peter's, not St. Mary's. Or Saint, that's what I meant. I meant St. Peter's. <laughs> no disrespect to the Peacocks. I meant St. Peter's. can't believe um, you can't even get their name right. No, no, shut up. <laughs> I I think, I, you know, it'll be interesting. I didn't get to watch them. I didn't, I, they were on at the same time as we were. So I, I have not seen them. So I guess I'll ask you. They were able to handle Shibwe, yep. but does Purdue's ability to play in the half court change? the type of game it's going to be. Yeah, I, I just think Jaden Ivey's got to be the difference here. You know, he, he's so big, strong, athletic, and and again, like the shots he made uh, at the end Major of that Major league shots. The step I mean, back threes. And yeah. Like, who saw that coming, Rob? Who, if I had told you that at the beginning, in the preseason this year, that oh, Jaden he'd Ivey shoot was, shots like that? All right. right. Yeah. I mean, I thought he'd shoot it better from three because he finished the year last year strong, but you're talking about a step back three on a, on a good defender in Courtney Ramey and he left him. He got sent almost to the baseline. I mean, he, he wasn't even close to contesting that shot. That's a, that's an all American move. That's a pro. I mean, that's what he is. That's, that's a difference maker is what that is. Like for all we talked about the bigs of Purdue, ultimately the difference maker is Jaden Ivey because you can give him the ball game on the line and trust him now where that was the biggest question early in the season. Even when we saw him in November, it was like, all right, he did it, but, like, can you trust him in the half court now? Like, you knew you could trust him in transition, yeah. but now I think you can trust him in the half court. You know who I I think the – sorry, go ahead, finish. Yeah, no, go ahead. Who I think the X factor is is Sasha Stefanovic. They they have got to find him some better looks, and he's got to make some shots. That certainly is something where – They've been missing a piece, I would say. Um, I thought Ethan Morton gave just phenomenal minutes. Kept, yeah. kept Marcus Carter was left hand, yep. made big shots from three. He, he was really, really good. But I, I think for Purdue to reach their potential, yes, you need Jaden Ivey playing at, at the level he's been. You need Travion Williams and Zach Eady to do their thing. The X factor for Purdue to me is Sasha. If he makes shots, they can get to the Final Four and, and make it to Monday night. If he doesn't, they can outscore anybody if he makes shots. And look, they've been better defensively right. over the last seven, eight, nine games of the season. They have. They lost those games end of the year, not because of defense, because they couldn't right. score. Right. Michigan right. State's like 63 61. You know, Wisconsin, they're in the 60s. Um, they're all, their defense has been much better. I just think you've you've got to find a way to get Sasha Stefanovich involved and, and making shots from the perimeter. All right, what is the the matchup that you are dying to see, even if it's not one in Chicago? I know both of us are going to be in Chicago, which is probably the worst <laughs> of all the four regions in terms of uh, matchups. I've got uh, what two is games. The ma- can, I, can I give two? Yeah, you give two. What are the two? All right, I'll go Arizona-Houston. I, I would have Houston advancing against almost anybody in this tournament except for Arizona. But I, but that's not to be said. It's because of Kirk Creaser, right? 
dude, how about Creesa shooting three <laughs> in a row? I'm like, bro, and, and it worked out. I mean, Matherin gets yeah. the offensive rebound. I could not believe he took three of those shots. He's one for ten. He has no conscience, zero conscience, zero I understanding. Wish I had that, man, that that is a gift. That it's is a gift from God, isn't it? And and really you is. know, at the end of the game, it's not like he ever apologized to like Tommy Lloyd of like, hey, my dumbass took those shots. <laughs> hey, I'm my sorry, bad, coach. I just was feeling it, even though I'm None one of, that. of seven. Right. Right. No, that, that, that was I was laughing. I was sitting on the couch. I'd just gotten home. It was hilarious to watch. It, it was yeah. so funny to watch him do that. And then I'll go Duke, Texas Tech, I think is yeah. about to be a battle. Yeah, that's too. gonna be an awesome game. Yep. I, I would I would agree with that. I, I kind of agree with both those. I think those are your I you know, the Kansas Providence game could be really fun. You know, it, it, yeah, it, I agree. It's honestly you, you said know, Chicago's gonna be the worst, but I think Kansas Providence has a chance, even though I think really highly of Kansas. And Iowa State-Miami should be a close game. I just think it doesn't have the maybe appeal of what Auburn-Wisconsin would have or, you know, the star power that those games Well, you know what? I mean, the problem there is you're looking at that game and just saying to yourself, like, all right, like those two teams can't win at all. Like, I hate when you're in the Sweet 16 and you're looking at two teams and you're saying, like, all right, maybe they could win another game, whoever wins this game, and get to the Final Four. But neither of them has – you almost don't want to see them going deep because then it becomes a shitty Final Four or national title game if you have one of Miami or Iowa State, plain and simple. Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree. You know, disagree. where – and Whereas where every me, other game, I feel like, has has teams where you're like, yeah, they could – Right. Could I mean, like, obviously, Gonzaga, Arkansas, both of them, you know, but Gonzaga for sure, Texas Tech, Duke, we know – Carolina, UCLA, Purdue, Arizona, Houston, Villanova. I don't think Michigan can win the whole thing, but Villanova, listen, I've said it. I've said this for two months. Do not count out the Villanova Wildcats from yeah. winning another one. Do hey, was not. it was it Doster that said that Purdue couldn't beat Yale? Is that right? Probably. I mean, it I sounds like something he would say. God, did he watch the games all year? I don't think so. I mean, I honestly, I don't know what he does, but probably not. All right, so that that's – those are your your for me, it's probably Texas Tech Duke, you know, just because the defense against the offense, two older coaches, one who's a rookie, one who's on his way out. And then and also old team, young team, too. I mean, right. you're looking old at team, a group young that's, team. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of interesting. A lot of good storylines, uh, I, I think, in that one. Um, all right. So your biggest upset. In, See in the, the problem. Okay, the problem with this for me is that because I who I picked in the final four, yep. the only upset that I can really have is Texas Tech beating Duke, which I'm guessing by Vegas is not an upset, but it's by not. seed is. Texas Tech is a favorite according to Vegas. Are you no, surprised I know. That's at why that? I'm, um, not really. No, why not? I don't think, it's Duke. But no, the I know. Betters. But I think just the the toughness that Texas Tech has the. The coaching ability of of Mark Adams, yeah, I, I think they are one of those teams. Much like Houston, I'm looking at Houston. I'm like, man, you give Kelvin Sampson a couple of days to game plan for you. What they did to Illinois, <laughs> oh my! And look, the yeah. hanging on the rim tech was awful, but that's not why Illinois lost. Didn't the matter. Game. It, it, it didn't, didn't matter. It, it was a big call in the game, right. and it, they right. need to look at the rule and just be like, look, we'll take this out. Yeah, you can't be doing chin ups, but if you hang on the rim and want to do that, fine. But the way that they defended them, to me, it looked like Illinois is one of those teams that preaches being tough. Houston is tough; they are tough as nails. Not that Illinois doesn't have some tough guys, because they do. Trent Frazier, you know, some of those guys, I, I would certainly qualify as as tough. But Houston is the epitome of that toughness. So it's so funny. I mean. Vegas just literally goes by Ken Palm because you're looking at a Texas Tech, uh, Ken well, Palm. What well, they're second in Ken Palm, right? And he's got them winning by one. So what's the spread? One and a half, I think there. <laughs> uh, and and he's got Houston beating Arizona by one. And I think that spread also is 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 like one one and a half. So Houston's favored. Maybe, uh, maybe is Arizona favored in this? There's one? no way Houston's favored. Hold on, let me look. Maybe it's Arizona favored by one. Hold on. I'm going to look right now. Uh, Arizona is Arizona's favored by one. You're right. So a little bit of a difference there. 
but for the most part, I, I think, again, if you weren't going by the metrics, wouldn't you – most people would think Arizona was like a three-point favorite. Yeah, I would have thought that, that game. Had, but, having, but again, having not looked at Kempom. Right. Well, but you look at Kempom because you love Kempom. It is a great website. It is a great tool. It's a great predictive tool is what it is. Today's episode of the Goodman and Humble podcast is sponsored by Honey, the easiest way to save money when shopping on your phone or your computer. Have you ever been in this spot? You're shopping for something online. You get to checkout, and when it asks for a promo code, you start Googling trying to find a way to save some money. Thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past because Honey is the free tool that scours the internet for you and finds the one that best fits your cart. Here's how it works. You're shopping. You check out. The Honey button pops up. You click apply coupons. You wait a few seconds. You watch the price you pay go down. So if you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. By getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show. I'd never recommend something I don't use. Get money for free at joinhoney.com slash marchmadness. That's joinhoney.com slash March Madness. All right, what should we do? You want to go through some of these uh, coaching hires? Yeah, let's do that. And we're going to grade them. We're going to do something nobody else does, Rob. <laughs> we are going to grade some of these hires. hires. I'm going to... I'm gonna. How strict of a grader do you think you are? I think you're going to be a lot stricter than I am. I'm holding you accountable for this. Like, I'm writing them down. as, And we're going to look in four years when... <laughs> There's you're no unemployed. way you're holding on to that paper for four years. I'm going to put it up on my wall and keep it for four years. <laughs> and when you're we'll unemployed. See, we'll see if Field of 68 retains me. I mean, who knows? I might I might not <laughs> even be back next year. Well, it's a, it's a year-by-year deal. I mean, you're, you you're on like an interim. Here. It's like an interim deal for you. So yeah, I know. You, I know. You still got to prove a little bit more. I mean, taking last week off, <laughs> boy, that was not a smart move for your, your career path. I, I, I hope say. I get fired. I really hope that they just fire me. <laughs> I don't know if your pocketbook, can, you know, your wallet can handle that. That's true. Uh, all right. All right. Let's start with uh, who's the biggest one of the cycle. Well, let, let's start with Florida. Let's start with Florida and Todd Golden. Okay. So Todd Golden comes over to Gainesville. Scott Strickland's the AD there, former Kentucky SID. Todd, uh, Jay, Jay Jacobs, the, the senior associate AD, was the AD at Auburn when Todd Golden was uh, there working for Bruce Pearl for a couple of years. Todd's done a great job at San Francisco. Got him in the tournament this year. 30, I don't know how old he is. He's like your age, Rob, right? He's 33, 34. But he's that young. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's that young. He's that young. Um, they hire him in Florida. Like it? Don't like it? Why? <laughs> I mean, I, I like it for the fact that he's got San Francisco relevant for the first time in yeah. what? 30, 40 years that we've really talked about them this year. So I, I like it for that. I think the fact that he's, he's come up under Pearl has to be a good thing because Bruce Pearl has shown that he can win at, at the highest level in the yeah. sport. So I, I guess my only issue is that Florida to me is a pretty solid big brand. And when I'm looking at who they hire, think about like the Billy Donovans of the sport. That is a big yeah. – <laughs> those are big shoes to fill, as, as Mike White found out. So are we grading this or – We're grading this. I want okay, like so a I, letter grade. I'll give the hire a C because I, I think that while he's done a great job, I just look at Florida as they probably feel like they should get a bigger name. Yeah, I think they went for the, you know, Billy Don next Billy Donovan. They tried that with Mike White. I thought Mike White did a good job. Yeah. You know, again, got out just in time. The expectations are ridiculous because of Billy Donovan. Florida doesn't invest nearly as much as they should into basketball. I just think Todd Golden doesn't fit in the SEC. That That's my biggest concern is he doesn't fit. He's, he's a little bit green when it comes to the NIL thing. Staff is going to be imperative. Like, Staff will determine whether Todd Golden is successful or not, in my opinion. Yeah, that is a think, lot of jobs, though. A I lot mean, of them. That's... You'll hear me say that a bunch here. You will. Yeah. You'll hear me say that a bunch. Uh, I'll give him, I'll give him a, a, a C-plus at this point. I'll give him a C-plus just because, again, I like Golden. I just don't like him in the SEC of Florida that much. If you had hired him at Kansas State, for example, 
I would have been like, okay, I like, or at the Pac-12, I'm, I'm all in. But the SEC is a beast, and uh, I don't, I'm not sure Todd Golden's ready for that beast. All right, next, Kenny Payne at Louisville. Former uh, Kentucky assistant, former Louisville player, has been with the Knicks and with his boy Leon Rose in Worldwide West for the last couple of years. The most intriguing part for me is going to be who does Worldwide West side with now, John Calipari or Kenny Payne? Yeah, but seriously. that's that's uh, <laughs> a little bit. That's a side note. Um, Kenny Payne, what, what do you think? Yeah, um, I mean, by all accounts, an incredible player development guy, big-time recruiter. What, they had five number one classes at Kentucky when he was the assistant there. He's got relationships with Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Davis, Devin Booker, yep. Willie Cauley-Stein. I mean, <laughs> I would say A. I don't see how it's not an A. He's a former player. He brings together, I think, past and present at Louisville at a high level. I think that this is a great hire for Louisville. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, people thought I was hammering the hire when I said, you know, Louisville tried for some big boys and they couldn't get them and, and ended up with Kenny Payne. I wasn't saying I didn't like the hire. I was just saying that that was the reality of the situation and the reality of a lot of these jobs. You're going to swing at Scott Drew. Well, he's not going. Scott Drew is not leaving anywhere right uh, Waco for anywhere right now. But no proven coach, Scott Drew, Mick Cronin, whoever, is going to go to a place that there's no permanent AD, there's no president, and they still might be another year postseason ban. So you you were going to get a guy like Kenny Payne. You were going to get a mid-major head coach or a guy like Kenny Payne that, frankly, I always said would have walked from Madison Square Garden to the Yum Center. For this job. Um, I don't think the interim AD really was dead set on Kenny Payne early. I think he wanted to get a big name. And then when, when he realized he couldn't, my take was you can't hire Kenny Payne over Matt McMahon. I mean, you can't hire Matt McMahon over Kenny Payne. You, you, you obviously all the former players wanted Kenny Payne. Kenny Payne is a awesome, awesome dude. Again, what I'll say is it's going to be interesting now because you're going up instead of being with John Calipari and selling John Calipari in Kentucky, you're now going up against Cal at Louisville, where you've got some restrictions right now. It's not going to be quite as easy. Uh, I would give it a B-plus for me, B-plus. Kevin Willard at Maryland, Rob. Comes from Seton Hall, did an incredible job the last yeah. six or so years at Seton Hall, making him nationally relevant. Didn't win a ton of tournament games, but – you know, it's a, it's a bitch of a job at Seton Hall. Yeah, I don't totally. know if you've been, have you been in Newark? I, no, well, I've, I've flown to Newark. I've never been yeah. to Seton Hall for a game or, or been to their facilities, but I it's do tough. know that he, he resurrected the, the program. I mean, what they had before Kevin Willard was there was, was not good. Um, the, you mentioned the NCAA tournament games hasn't had a ton of success. I guess my only issue with the hire is it wasn't Mark Turgeon won a lot yeah. at Maryland. Yeah. It's all about what his tournament success was. And honestly, Turge, I don't think he totally got a fair shake in the sense that his best team got destroyed by COVID. Right. So right. I think Kevin Willard is a really good coach. I think that he's going to do a good job at, at Maryland, but I don't know how much different the hire is from what you had with Mark Turgeon. So I guess for that, I'll say <laughs> this is so stupid. B minus. <laughs> Like, whatever. I love this. I love it because, like, nobody's ever done this with you before. And you're like, so, you know, I have to do it. I, I did this every year until about five years ago. And then I copped out of it. And I'm like, I'm not. Doing well, it's this just like, fun. you know, what, what makes this a B minus versus a B? I know. I know. Uh, it's hard. I, and I think that Kevin Willard is a really good coach. I just think that he's, you know, if I think Mark Turgeon's a good coach too. Yeah. I, yeah. I the the, the difference for me is I don't think Turge fit. I don't think Turge obviously uh, was, was was tough enough to deal with the the Maryland fan right. base and the expectations. Now Willard hasn't had to do it either. Okay, like Seton Hall, he brought him up, but it's not the same. So to me, it's kind of all about momentum at Maryland. And if you get off to a good start, they're going to be behind you. But the moment you don't start winning games in the tournament, they're going to turn on you pretty quick. So I I'll give it a B. Uh, and I like Willard a lot, yeah. uh, but but it's it's more a B for that job. Like I, I just feel like the job, it, 
you can't satisfy that insane fan base. So I, I'm going to give it a, I might even give it a B plus, but I'm, I'm going to give it a B B plus right around there. Um, all right, Georgia, make, make up your mind. All right. I'm going B plus. I like Willard. I think Willard cause the other thing is I already know some of his staff and I, and I, I think he's going to hire a really, really good staff. So that to me is, is again, a difference. maker. Are you saying that the dude from Ohio state, he's good. Tony skin is good. That's who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he'll bring Grant Billmeyer with him from C- from Seton hall, which will be good. You know, again, the good part of it, I'm kind of a, a believer in fit a lot of times. Now, sometimes it backfires, like Nate Oates at Alabama. Not a fit. I didn't know if it would work out. Well, Greg Byrne proved me wrong on that one. But I like Kevin Willard because he's already recruited the Northeast. Yeah, He's already got recruiting ties. Now, it's not as big a deal with the transfer portal anymore. But even with the bounce-back guys in the portal, it helps to have already maybe recruited some of those guys. Uh, all right, let's go. Bunch of SEC ones. Let's start with, I thought, the highest upside SEC one, but one that they were going to have a hard time getting somebody big because they might have a two-year postseason ban after cutting ties with uh, good old Willie Wade over there. Uh, and that is LSU hiring Murray State head coach Matt McMahon. Um, I don't love it. I got to say, and I like Matt McMahon again, but not in the SEC, not at LSU. Like, Trent Johnson went to LSU. And tried to play it straight, and playing it straight meant no no cheating, and it didn't work out. Matt McMahon's going to go down to LSU and try and play it straight and no cheating, and I'm just afraid the same thing is going to happen at the end of the day. Like Will Wade, look at what he did. He racked up like 42 level ones. Like, it's the way you win down there. It's the way you win down there. He's got 42 level ones. I don't know. That might be selling it short. He might have more than that. He might have 50. Might have had 50 level ones. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, McMahon's had a ton of success, but I look at it as Murray State is one of the best mid major jobs in in all of college basketball. You know, it's like I think Dayton is similar where kind of whoever is there wins. Yeah. Um, 154 and 67 in seven seasons, three NCAA tournaments. Would have had four if it wasn't for COVID. He's been awesome. Coach John Morant. So you talk about player development, finding a, a diamond in the rough. Um, yeah, that's certainly – I think your point is is very valid. Um, he, he plays good guards and athletic bigs, which I think fits at LSU, but I, I do agree that, man, it's it's a different animal down there. So I'll, I'll go C. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm in agreement, 100% agreement, C there. I, I just think you, you also have all the, the violations that are coming. Yeah, right. So, like, I don't know if he's ever going to be able to get it done. You know, like, I, I, I just think it's going to be really hard for him. All right. Uh, we got a bunch more to get to, so we're going to move it along quick. This is almost like the, uh, you know, the carousel grading uh, episode for us. Uh, Mike White, he's probably going to get whacked at, at Florida. Maybe not this year, but next year. Expectations have been ridiculous following Billy Donovan. I thought he did a very good job, all things considered. And he gets out of town and he doesn't go back to his alma mater at Ole Miss. Instead, he surprises everybody and goes to Athens where I actually like it in a lot of ways because he follows a guy that uh, couldn't be more different than him. And I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. All right. In a lot of ways, they are polar opposites, Tom Crean and Mike White. Uh, Mike White is one of the best human beings in the world, beloved by everybody. Uh, except the fan base in Gainesville that, that, again, just wanted more. They wanted Final Fours, um, and I think that's unrealistic in Gainesville. But uh, Mike White at Georgia, shit, I, I'd probably give it a, an A-. minus. I like it. I, I was going to go – I was going B. I, okay. I, I think just because of the way it ended, you're hiring a coach that's getting fired from your league. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, I think the way that the fan base is apathy to Tom Crane at the end, you said it perfectly they're they're polar opposites so you bring in a guy now that is gonna you know be maybe more substance and and less flash i think you could say um and i think he's a guy that can certainly build something there and he's been in the league so he understands it so i'll I'll go b i love this you're you're actually like being more critical than like i'm giving you a lot of credit here rob yeah i mean i thought you'd be handing out a's i thought you'd be like an a i gave an a to louisville 
Like your favorite teacher. I thought you'd just be handing out, you know, like somebody gives you an apple and you're just handing out A's everywhere, all the way around. But you're no, not. You're not. There's no screwing around here in, in Chicago right now. I'm, I'm getting down to business. You are. You are. All right. Uh, Chris Jans goes from New Mexico State to Mississippi State. I was there watching Chris Jans and shit, they almost pulled up uh, another upset and beat UConn and then beat Arkansas to go to the Sweet 16. Jans was at Bowling Green. Got fired for something off the court. Went to New Mexico State. Uh, has has done a really good job there. John Cohen, the AD at Mississippi State, hires him uh, to replace Ben Howland down in, in Stark Vegas. I love it. Like I love it. I, I think this is a perfect fit. Now again, Mississippi State, when they won at the highest level, it was Slick Rick Stansberry. Uh, you know, now you got some NIL that you got to deal with for Jans. It may take some time, but I love the fit. I think he'll get him to the tournament, maybe two tournaments. Once he kind of gets this thing going, I'm giving it uh, an A minus. 25 plus wins for the last five years. His teams are tough. They play super hard. I, I agree that he fits in, I think, with kind of the what, what you need to do to win at Mississippi State. So I'll I'll go I'll go B plus. Okay. All right. That's fair. Uh, South Carolina. Uh, they replaced Frank Martin with Lamont Paris. They tried Sean Miller. He chose Xavier over South Carolina. Um, there were some other guys that they kind of tried to work after. Ended up getting Lamont Paris, who's been at Chattanooga, took them to the tournament this year. They almost beat Illinois in that first-round matchup. Um, what a great game that was. Yeah, I think Lamont is, is kind of, you know, in a similar regard as, as a Todd Golden and McMahon, I just I just wonder if there are too many sharks in the SEC. Like yeah. that's my biggest concern. Are there too many sharks? The 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 cows, the pearls, the oatses, the musclemans that this group that's been hired. Now the good thing is there are a bunch that are hired that we're saying that about. So you might be able to finish in the you top. You got the sharks and the minnows? <laughs> Pretty much. I think the sharks are going to eat those damn minnows. And I think, uh, honestly, Lamont Paris could be one of those minnows at the end of the day. I'm going to give him the same C+, plus, to be honest, that I gave Todd Golden. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go C. 87 and 71 in five years. He had a good team this year. And certainly Malachi Smith, really good player. Took Silvio DeSosa. Yeah. Um, I think the Illinois Chattanooga game was as bad of a basketball oh, game as I've watched. Awful. I mean, if, if, honestly, if Chattanooga was able to make a shot, they yeah. they would have won. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I came up under Bo Ryan, Greg Gard. That, that's someone good to learn from for sure. Yeah. Bo won a lot of games. I, I just, to me, see, I, I think it's just okay. kind of okay. All right, we got a couple more here. Um, I think we got four more that I want to hit on. Missouri, uh, and the other SEC opening, Conzo Martin, they fire. They hired Dennis Gates, went to a tournament a year ago with Cleveland State, won the regular season this year. Um, has been an assistant. He played a Cal, been an assistant at Florida State, learned from Leonard Hamilton. I actually really liked him in, in, in the, the south of the SEC better than Missouri, to be honest. I would have liked him at LSU. I would have liked him at Florida. I would have liked him at Georgia. Those places, I think he might have killed it. Um, Wait, why? Not to say, what, what is different at Missouri than those places? Well, I think you got to recruit the Midwest. And he's done it at Cleveland State. I just think he knew the, the South a little bit better. He had been there longer. He'd been there for seven years. I From thought a lot of his – the beauty about Dennis Gates is, again, like I said, played in the Pac-12 has coached in the SEC in the South, so recruited from, from the Chicago, South, from Chicago, almost got to Paul last year, and now has been in the Midwest at Cleveland State. So I kind of like that he's been all over the place and established ties. And, again, I think when you learn from Leonard, you learn a lot of things about how to get stuff done. And what, what about I, also the fact that his brother has been at Nebraska and Northwestern in the mid recruiting in those yeah. areas? I assume he'll come with him. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know about that, but I, I, I like Dennis Gates at Mizzou. I do. I'm going to give it a uh, B plus. I guess my my only issue is if Conzo Martin, who I think the world of, I played yep. for, for Zoe my freshman yep. year as an assistant, if he did not win at Missouri, why will Dennis Gates, I guess? I, that would be my question. You know, I guess I – and I, I 
I haven't seen poor Conzo State. Hey, poor Conzo, Rob, because I'm telling you, the biggest mistake he made was a mistake every one of us would have made. The same thing when he got hired. What was it? I have no idea. <laughs> Bringing on Michael Porter's father. Oh, well, get, and that's an injury. I mean, if those guys stay healthy, it's a different, yes. different deal. Right. But he didn't get that momentum. He never got it because of the injuries to both. But they made the tournament last year. The transfer portal really hurt him. Yeah. And I, honestly, from playing for him, I am shocked that guys left him because I, I think so highly of Zoe. Everybody does. I know. I think he's I wonder, the best. Do you feel like maybe the problem with Conzo these days is he might he's be too, too honest, too old school, too honest? I could see that. You know, he, kids don't want to deal with that anymore. They want to get their ass kissed. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he he's a straight shooter. There's no doubt he about is, that. You you always knew where yeah. you stood with Coach Martin. I love Conzo. Um, I do like, too. I, 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 I I'm really him. sad it didn't work out for him. Um, but yeah, you talked about kind of the pedigree that Dennis Gates has. I just think that this is more of an uh, on the job than anything. So I I think it, this is more of an indictment of Missouri than it is Dennis Gates. I, I'll go. I'll go see. I, I just okay. think that if, if Zoe couldn't get it done, I, I wonder who can. Because he's All from right. the area. I mean, Conzo's from East St. Louis. Yes. yes. I, I, when I, they hired him, I was like, he is going to murder kill at Missouri. Kill it. We all did. We all did. Uh, all right, Xavier, with maybe the, the, the biggest surprise. I don't know if surprise. I think it is because nobody thought Xavier was going to open this year. Right? They had such a good team back. Well, did they, were did they open because they knew that? Oh, you're saying just because you thought that they were going to make the tournament. I thought they were going to be good. Yeah. Everybody did. They were good. The first half of the year, they were terrific. And then they tailspinned it so that Greg Christopher um, kind of had no choice, but he did it after an NIT win. I mean, who does that? Who Maybe fires a guy the day after an NIT it. win? Yeah, that's true. That's so true. weird. So weird. But um, they go get Sean Miller. And Sean considered South Carolina and Xavier and I honestly think it would have been like, well, if if one had moved quicker than the other, he would have taken – like if South Carolina had moved much quicker than Xavier, he would have taken South Carolina with all the NCAA stuff still kind of uh, looming and not knowing how, how many games he's going to get hit by the NCAA. But he goes back home to Xavier, and, man, I'll tell you what, I don't think you're getting a better hire than this. Yeah, I think it's, I, it, it's he, the only thing I would say is, does he have a suspension coming because of his? Yeah, NCAA? he will. How, how he long? totally will. All right, let, let's let's play the game for argument's sake. Let's say it's half the season. Let's say it's 15 games. I would say it still doesn't matter. Correct. Does not matter. Doesn't matter at all. Ultimately, because Again, at the end of the day, you're getting a guy who has proven he can win there is a really good coach. Yeah. And is motivated yeah. and, and ha- is motivated and has yep. the total backing of yep. anyone from Xavier. Yep. I give it an A. I give it. I and I'm not saying that because we had him on field of 68. Trust me. You yep. know that. Like, but I just think the dude can coach and now he is super motivated and he knows Xavier. He knows it's changed. New AD. He doesn't know the AD at all, but the, the fan base uh, loves him. They're going to welcome him back. What are you giving it? Uh, a as well. Yeah. All right, we'll go to the other Miller brother. And uh, Archie Miller gets uh, Rhode Island. It'll be the only non-Power 5-ish, Power 6 that we'll talk about here. Um, Arch goes to, to Rhode Island, and uh, I'll admit I'm, I'm happy for him because it's not that far for me. It's a good job, crazy fan base. They support the hell out of it, and yeah. they, they good ponied history. up. Good yeah. history of, yeah. of success there. Dan, I mean, Dan Hurley had it going a couple of years ago where they were in the top I, yeah. 25. And I was even thinking back to like, you know, Catino Mobley and right. Antonio Ramstein yep. and those guys. But yeah, they've they've been good. Or Billy Barron or Yeah. Jimmy Barron. Both Jimmy Barron. Jimmy Barron. Yes. Sorry. Um, so I'm gonna give Arch uh I will give Arch the same A. I'm giving him yep. an A. I think it and just because he he won so big at Dayton, got him yep. to the Elite Eight. Yep. Uh, I think Rhode totally. Island's a similar type job in the same league. I yep. think it's a great hire. Uh, last one that we'll go through. I don't think I'm missing any. Uh, Kansas State hires uh, an assistant. The only two assistants I were Kenny Payne and, and Jerome Tang at the high high major level. And Payne again fit. You know the alma mater deal. Uh, Tang goes to Kansas State, replaces Bruce Weber. 
I don't like it. I friggin' love it. Like, yeah, I do too. I absolutely love it. Like, I mean, he might be give... the best. He might be one of the best assistant coaches in in the country. Not he nice. Is. He is one yeah. of the best assistant coaches yes. in the country. I uh, give it an A. I give it an A. Lead. He's going to bring energy. He he he's older. He's an awesome guy. He's yeah. great to talk to. Um, yep. Yeah, I I think it's an A. I mean, again, who, you know. I mean, he, he, he built it. He built that thing at Baylor with Scott Drew from start to finish. Yeah. Like that, that is a part that. And, and if you watch over- them, if you watch Baylor, if you're at yeah. their games, he's in the huddles, sitting in the oh, chair yeah. a lot. Yes. yes. I mean, he has a lot of, um, I don't want to say control because Scott certainly is the head guy there, but I think Jerome Tang has been given a lot of responsibility. And because of that, I feel like he's incredibly ready. He's passed on a ton of jobs. Um, right. So I, I'm, yes. I'm happy for him. I, I think he, he deserves his opportunity to, to do it. And I think, you know, it's great that he gets to start in a league that he knows so well. How about this? C's or, or below? What did you give Tang, an A? Yep. All right. So C's or below? You gave four C's. Me, C's or below? I gave one C. Two C minus two C pluses and a C. You were the tougher grader today. Yeah, I mean, I would expect nothing less. You're soft. So wow, this is this is like the surprise of, of the century. No, it's not. It's not that. And plus, C isn't bad. I mean, it's like we're giving out D's and F's around here. I don't think there were any bad bad hires. I don't think you could say that. Like there was I think no it's like more. There's some fits that you would question. That would be a yeah. better. Yes, I think all these guys were kind of deserving. I just don't know. Again, in the SEC, that my C's were all in the SEC. McMahon, Golden, Lamont, Paris were all guys that I just don't know are built. The sharks and the minnows—that's the main takeaway of today. Yeah, that's the, the the tweet is the sharks and the minnows, and and right now, Todd Golden, Matt McMahon, Lamont, Paris, you're a minnow. You're all minnows. We got that. All right, uh, before we go. And we'll do it next week um, when we actually see each other. For, uh, yeah. for the Well, we saw each other recently. We've seen each other a couple of times. Yeah, I got you a show cocktail. What the hell are you talking about? Oh, that's true. I went I above and to. beyond yeah. for this yeah, podcast. You did. you did. You actually did. It was a little little warm, a little yeah, warm, okay. but it You're... still was good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you didn't bring the ice. I well, told I you to bring the damn ice. ice. I, was, I got the food. I went back to the hotel. And they didn't have any ice, so I don't know. Well, they don't have ice down the hallway? Don't you know how to get your own damn ice? Dude, I had a game that night. I wasn't worried about oh. delivering you a chilled shrimp cocktail. <laughs> you're like Fun. you're like Urban Meyer. <laughs> it's, you're gonna you're demanding so much of me, threatening me with getting fired. You're like Urban. It was it was very good. I, I appreciate it. I might return the favor this week in Chicago. Although you're, you you got it pretty easy. You're 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 staying at your house. Yeah, thank God. It's you so get to, nice to actually be at home, and then you go to then you go to New Orleans. We'll talk about this next week, and you get to uh, you get to do your three on three stuff, where you get paid millions of dollars to call three on three games. Are you gonna? Will you come on? Last yeah, year, if you, you came want on. me, I'll come. I will. I'll do. I think I'll come on with you. I don't want to come on and like. I want to. If I'm coming there, I'm coming on with you, and we're sitting there, and we can. I'll rip on Titus a little bit. The I'll do that. Renewed from last year's Brad Stevens oh. hiring. My God, remember how brutal he was then? <laughs> you guys still are beefing over it, I think. Because he, he still thinks – he probably thinks Butler, if they make a move, they're going to get Brad. <laughs> they might. You never know. He um, might be unhappy as the GM of the Celtics. All right, give me your – oh, by the way, I'll give you a quick Brad story. I'm coming back from – I don't even know if he'd want me to tell this, but whatever. Um, coming back, we're in the airport. I went. Uh, Big East, the Big Ten, and I'm flying to Vegas. It was last Saturday morning. So I'm going to the, the Mountain West. That you had an early flight, right? Early flight. Early flight. After I saw you. So we're flying out, and, and I see Brad going through security. And uh, we walked down. We both – he was like – there was a long line at Starbucks. He's like, I got a place for you. Go down the other end. There's another place for coffee. So we walked down. And some dude in the line, a kid, an Indiana student, recognizes both of us. And he starts asking some questions. And the best part is one of the questions he asked Brad was about Trace Jackson Davis. And he's like, what do you think of Trace and this and that? And Brad, being Brad, just says to him, hey, you know, I'm sorry. I can't 
I can't talk about Trey. Yeah, Sacks. we might draft Davis. him, or he could. He's in the. But like most DMs would have would have said, like whatever. They would have talked about him because again, the kid's not going to quote him or anything like that. But it's so Brad, and I don't know if I've ever told you this story years ago when we were in Vegas, and I had known Brad a long time at this point. Uh, we get out of the car at the same time in Vegas for an AU tournament out of the parking lot. There's like a million cars in there. We get out at the same time. We're walking in for the game. And I see Brad and they had just gotten a commitment from a kid that morning. So we get out and I'm just trying to make small talk. And I'm like, Hey, Brad, what, you know, I saw you got this guard, you know, what's he like? And he's like, Hey Jeff, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, we haven't signed him yet. I, I can't. And I'm like, it's just you and me. Like there's nobody else in this, in this. Yeah, you know what that means? Lot. He thought you were going to be the, the feds and, and snitch on him. <laughs> That's what that means. So yeah, Brad, uh, as class as it gets, as by the book as it gets. And then, of course, he pays for the kids' coffee. Oh, that was nice of him. That's sweet. Yes. Is it a, is it naive of me to say that I am a little surprised that he was flying commercial? I mean, Dude, do a lot of this? GMs fly com- I, uh, I would think, honestly, that the GM of an NBA team would fly private a lot. I'll give you a better one. Coming back from the combine a few years ago in Chicago, we're both on Southwest from um, Midway, flying back to Boston. Not only... He, he's flying southwest. He's not even in the the eights. He's not even in the front of of southwest. They didn't even get him the damn fifteen dollar whatever it is the 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 you know save speed yeah. lane or whatever the hell it's called. How about that? That is crazy. This I mean, dude I, is as regular of a guy. I know, I know he is. I know he is. I just I would think yeah. that a so, part of the job would be we don't want random fans just coming up to you saying, yeah. what do you think of Trace Jackson Davis? So we fly you private. No, he, he's not like you. He doesn't request first class nice. or any of these things. He doesn't okay. like, he's not, he's you won't not even pay minutes. for me to, to change my flight, to stay in new Orleans, to work for this thing. We so don't, I, we don't trust that you're actually going to show up. Yeah. Right. Okay. We feel like, we feel like you're going to be worn out from all the three on three stuff. You're going to be tired. It's the end of the year. You're going to mail it in. You would just mail tea, it. I got a tea time on Monday, so. See? See? We know. We know where you'd rather be. <laughs> hey, I will say, though, if, if Purdue is playing in the national championship game, I will be yep. changing my flight. Because you know where I'll be staying. Maybe in your room. Uh, <laughs> someone's room. That that might work. I don't know. Do you snore? No. Well, I do. I don't know. I snore loud as shit. And so I you probably I'm don't want to stay in my room. room. I, I yeah, will yeah. find my own accommodations, even if they're $1,700 a night. For it doesn't that. matter. I will no, not. By, miss by then, actually, by then, it's easy because a lot I guess of people schools, leave. Right. They clear out. Right. Yes. So there's a so dearth you can, of hotel rooms. All right. You can find something. Uh, by the way, can I give you another story? I'm not going to reveal the identity of this player. Last time I was in New Orleans, it's for the NBA All Star game. And I was covering the NBA then for uh, – it was a one year I covered both NBA and college for ESPN. So they sent me down there, and I had to do early morning sports center every day. Like early morning means like – 5 a.m. I think it was 6 a.m. What would have been New Orleans time for the 6 a.m.? might have been like go on at 6 a.m. or 5. But I had to get up at the crack of dawn. I'm like up and out at like 4.30 or something like that. So I'm walking uh, to – Wherever we we filmed it, I can't even remember. It was outside. No, it was inside. And uh, I'm walking to the arena where we shot the sports center in the morning. And all of a sudden, I see a player, an NBA player, walking arm in arm with with two girls he had picked up walking in as I'm walking out of the hotel. And again, I'm not going to say who it was. And New I, Orleans I, is a good time in the NBA because the casino's there. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I will say we went to that Harrah's the night before we played the Pelicans one night, we were playing blackjack. I was playing with some, someone. Okay. You're not going to say who? No. Why not? Cause I don't want to. And we're, <laughs> we're playing blackjack. And but I guess. No, you can't. Ricky Rubio. This. Ricky Rubio. Tell. What's that? I, I guess everything that you did bad when you were in the NBA, I, my guess is Ricky Rubio. For everything. No, Ricky is a great guy, great teammate. He's one of the best people you can play with in the NBA. But we are sitting there, and this player was not good at math. So we're playing blackjack, and literally the dealer would be throwing cards out, and he'd be like, 21! And the dealer would be like, sir, you have 24. 
Or like he'd be like, oh, I busted. They were like, sir, you have 20. <laughs> like he, it was not a good game for him because he was not good mathematically. But it was really funny to watch. It was, it was hilarious. So are you, you and I going to play blackjack or no? You won't I, have time. If I have time. I got to work. You see, you go to these places and hang out. Yes. Yes. I, I do not have that luxury. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not lucky like you. I don't make the big bucks. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, Rick, I'm bringing my daughter. An awesome event, but it is long. It's like 11 to 11 the first day. Yeah. I think it's shorter the second day. Uh, it's a grind for you. It is. It's, a it's lot. been a year, a year of the grind. That's what I like for Robbie Homo. It's been the year of the grind because you've never, you have never worked like this before, ever. No. In your life. This has been the the toughest year from a workload. But I really yeah. enjoyed it. I mean, I'm I'm happy that they want me to do the games, but um it's been it's been a lot. Yeah. Is it harder than than the three and a half hour Matt Painter practices? <laughs> Those were a grind too. Um I I think also, you know, Coach Painter was tough, but he as as the time went on, I he eased up on the three and a half hour, three hour deals. <laughs> I just remember going and literally, Rob, I'm like, can we be done? Like, like at some point, can, and, I, and I can only imagine what you were thinking as a player, because I went to, you know, a couple of year maybe. And I'm like, really? Like, we're going to keep. Yeah. And then I go because a lot, a lot of times I go from Purdue to Butler. And literally, I go see yours three and a half hours or three plus hours. And then you go to Butler. And I'm not kidding. You know how long Brad Stevens's practices were at Butler? How long? An hour and 15. That's insane. You know, though, I will say Coach Paint was trying to build a program and a culture. And, you know, I think yep. when you look at that, when these coaches are first starting out, like all the guys that we just graded, you were trying to hold on to your job for as long as, as you yeah. possibly can. Um, so I, I understand why it's like, dude, if we're not practicing for the full allotment, we're not getting any better. And we had a young yeah. team and, I think there's a lot of guys that look at that. Now, I, the game has also changed. The transfer portal makes it a, a different animal. There'd be guys be like, I'm not practicing for, <laughs> for three hours. Hey, be, before we go, and, and, and I want we'll, – we'll do our quick Final Four and, and champ, national championship predictions before we go, and then we'll do it again next week with national championship prediction. Um, can you tell the story of when you thought paint might be going to Missouri? Do sure. you remember that vividly? Oh, yeah. Um, I had a, I had a final, um, I had an econ final. This class was so freaking hard. It was one of those business classes I had, and I hate econ. So I actually asked if I, I, I was such a disaster that I asked the professor if I could have the final a couple days later. Cause I was distraught. Oh, come on. You I swear to God, really? I swear to God I did. I, I was like, I cannot take this test. I'm a mess. I, that might not even, I, maybe Maybe, I don't know if that's, but he was, he was really understanding. Like I gotcha. That's fine. So I, uh, I was, I called coach painter at least every other day, maybe more. And I, I was just, I was like, I've already had to stick around and Etwan Moore is gone. Juwan Johnson is gone. You know, Keaton Grant's gone. Chris Kramer's gone. I have no idea if these phone calls affected his decision but I was like, I'm not letting this guy leave either without me voicing how much he needs to stay. Yep. Because I, I was, but I also will say, and you can back this up. I texted you and I was like, dude, if he leaves, Conzo Martin just signed. I think it, he was just a Tennessee. He's not coming back. They're probably not giving Paul Luss the job, who I love and I would have stayed for in a heartbeat. But I was like, I'm not sticking around for, I will leave. I, I was so that mad text. at Purdue. Oh, I remember. Because I felt like they were not doing everything. Now, they stepped up to the plate, and yep. they did. But I was pissed. That so you could have played, played your eighth year at Duke and not Purdue. I could have, or wherever. I don't know who would have had me. And I certainly was damaged goods at the time. But I was so mad at, at Purdue's athletic department. Because I didn't feel like – and I – I will say this. I trusted Coach Paint to the point where I, I was thinking, if he feels like they're not supporting the program, then they're not supporting the program. Right. And right. if they're not going to pay him, and, and it wasn't even more so for him, it was for his assistants. You know, we had Rick Ray left to go to Clemson. Right. And I right. wouldn't say that's a step up, you no, know? No. And, and so Paint leaving they, for Missouri is a – And that's most too. people. You know, I could right. understand if he was like, hey, Kansas is calling. Totally. Duke. 
or yep. Carolina or a blue blood. Or Arizona or Arizona, yeah, Rob. Right. Arizona or, or even c- certain programs that just have crazy football, you know, money yep. where it's like, hey, you can really win big here. So when did he tell you? Did he call you and tell you he was staying? Do you remember? I actually don't remember. I no. don't remember how I found out, but I know for a fact that I was a pest. <laughs> I, I was on it, but I was a disaster. Like I couldn't, I was, I really was, felt like, man, if he leaves, there will be no one left from, from when I was here as a freshman or sophomore or junior, you know, it was like, how much has this changed the time from when well, I blew my knee you. to now? It affects kids. I guess that's the part we forget about is all the players in these, in these programs. I was a mess. I really was affected by it. Now you yeah. were there for, again seven years so it's a little bit different the bond you had with paint five but, years but think about but this I mean, we've got guys that are playing in the ncaa tournament in this mm-hmm. tournament that have played in like 170 games i played in less games than some guys do that play for four years well that was only because you were hurt all the time not all the time i <laughs> i missed the last eight games of my junior year and like two of my sophomore year it's amazing. So, but everybody talks about how oh he played a million no i didn't I played the same amount of games anybody that stays for four years. And haters like you are the reason that that narrative is out there. <laughs> yes, because you know what? And I'm going to keep preaching that yeah, narrative. You're going to keep spreading this false oh, information. Hell yeah. At the end of the day, people are, are going to, when the question is asked, you know, who played the most games? Who was the oldest player ever to play in college basketball? I Some want to say the Brad first Davidson. Game. Jeff will say me. Terrific. Yes. No, no. I'm going to say you every time. I, only because, again, the more I speak it into existence, the more other people are going to believe it. You know what's I sad? don't care if it's true. There's a lot of probably up-and-coming writers and podcasters that look at you and are like, man, Jeff is a good, <laughs> a good person for me to emulate. And I yes. would say to them, no, he is not. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. You're probably right. All right. And with that, uh, our final four, our national title picks going into the Sweet 16. I don't remember who did you for for your 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 final four national title before the tournament started. Do you remember who you had? Um, let me. I, I had Arizona uh, winning it all. Yeah, I had Kentucky in there. Not good. Me too. Yep. Me too. I had Texas Tech in there, which could be good. Uh, no, you didn't. You I had didn't. Texas Tech and not Gonzaga. Oh wait, are you talking about before final the, four? When before it started? Before it started, who would you have? Yeah, so I filled out one bracket. So you're not saying before the season. You're saying before right. the tournament. Yes. Yeah, so I didn't send you anything, I don't think. No, Did you I? might not have. Okay, Maybe so I had Texas Tech. Wow. I had uh, Kentucky. Yep. I had – wait, hold on. <laughs> you had <laughs> Arizona. Sure this is right. Arizona. I had Arizona for sure. Yep. Um, Kansas? And I think I had Kansas, but that's – let me sure. double-check that. I had I had Illinois, Kansas, Kentucky, Gonzaga. So I'm already out too. All right, hold on. I've got this right here. So my final four on the bracket that I did. Yeah, it was Texas Tech, Kentucky, Arizona, and Kansas. All right. So you're in good shape. You got three of the four left. That's not bad. Give me your revised now. I'm going Kansas, Texas Tech, Purdue, and Arizona. So you're switching now. Okay. I will go uh, Gonzaga, um, Arizona, Kansas, Purdue. And then uh, who do you have winning it all? Arizona. Championship game? I'm staying Arizona, Arizona. beating Arizona beating Purdue? Um, who would Purdue play? Purdue's got to play Texas Tech. Yeah, Arizona beats Purdue. All right, I have Gonzaga beating – Kansas. There you have it. All right. Stick around. Uh, uh, next week, uh, we will be back. I don't know from where. Where would we be? We'll be in New Orleans, but we may end up doing this probably Monday or Tuesday from home before we uh, – I know you're going to be busy in New Orleans, so I don't want to bother you while you're, you know, doing your big three-on-three stuff, but uh, we can promote that. Uh, if Field of 68 will, would pay me more, I wouldn't have to do all this stuff. Well, listen, you got to negotiate in your contract next year. Talk to Doster. That's that's all his that's all his guys, deal. So you guys are, you um, thanks for joining us again. Jeff Goodman, Robbie Hummel. We'll see you next week.
Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.